In the previous examples, we were interested in how much had accumulated in, the, in an account where regular payments were made, and we wanted to look at how much was there immediately after the last payment. Now we can also ask the question, what's the present value of the annuity as opposed to the future value which we've been doing? A present value of an annuity is a little different, and here's an example that will illustrate it. Suppose you purchase a car for $1,000 down, and then you make $200 quarterly payments for three years at 11.5% compounded quarterly. So what's the equivalent cash value of the car? If you were to just pay cash right, right this minute to drive the car off the lot, rather than having to deal with making these quarterly payments. Now in order to answer that question, it would help to at least have a picture. Here's now, here's three years from now, and if we're compounding quarterly, then three times four, right, or 12 quarterly payments are what are being made. Um, not too expensive a car, right? But uh, let's see, here's six, three, two, one. So you pay $1,000 down right off the bat, and then $200 payments every quarter for three years. The interest you're being charged is 11.5% compounded quarterly. So the I would be 0.115 over 4. So we have I, we have N. Now this time N comes from 4 times 3. This isn't 12 months. It's 12 quarters, 3 years compounding quarterly and making quarterly payments. So the question is, what is the equivalent cash value? Now the cash value is called the present value. If at this present moment you were to purchase the car, how much money would you need to give them? Now, do you think it would be more money than all of this accumulation, or do you think it would be less money than all of the accumulation? If you paid them today, cash today, do you think they're going to charge you more or less than if they let you pay $1,000 now and make $200 payments every quarter for three years? Now, money is more valuable over time, right? So the, the money that they're going to make you pay is going to be more if you make these regular payments than if you just pay it today because they're assuming, well, wait a minute, I'm giving you the car today, but you're taking your time to pay me back. So they're going to charge you more usually if you, um, if you pay in installments, right? And that's where that interest rate comes in, 11.5%. They say, oh, no money down you know, at all even. Sometimes they say you don't have to pay for two years, right? Well, you know, they got to make up for it somehow, and a lot of times it's with their rate. So the question is, what's the present value of the car? And we don't have a formula to find that yet. The only formula we have is for the future value, the value at the end of the payments. So we need to do a little bit of thinking, and we're going to use what we've learned before. When you thought about the principle being the accumulation divided by 1 plus i to the n at the beginning of these videos, I mentioned that, then if you keep that in mind, the principle is like the present value, isn't it? And S is, what's S? 
isn't S your regular payment times S angle NI? Isn't that what S is? That's the future value. So if we replace S with R times S angle NI, then we have P equals R S angle NI times 1 plus I, 1 plus I, to the negative N. And you may have heard, this is called discounting the amount, because if you're paying it right up front, they'll give you a discount, right? So this is called discounting. You're dividing by 1 plus I to the N rather than multiplying by it. So that's a good thing, right? We like discounts. So this is the present value of the annuity using S equals RS angle NI. But have you ever seen this before? S angle NI times 1 plus I to the negative N. Now when we looked at those two series, the sums of the two series, when we took S angle and we divided by 1 plus I to the N, didn't we get A angle? If you look up, I still have the formula up here. A angle came from taking S angle and dividing by 1 plus I to the N. And we have a sum for that then. Basically just divide by 1 plus I to the N, right? And that's A angle NI. So the present value of the annuity, we call it, in the terms of the example, the cash value of the car, is equal to the regular payment still, but now times A angle NI. And one way that I, I help myself to remember this is the present value is at the beginning of the timeline, right? It's at the beginning. If you paid cash right off, that's the present value or the equivalent cash value in that example. And A certainly comes first in the alphabet, right? As opposed to S, which comes much later. And S correspond, S angle corresponds to the future value at the end of the timeline, usually, right? So the future value is S angle, and the present value is called A angle NI times whatever your regular payment is. So let's use this formula to figure out the answer to the car problem. So we want to know what's the present value or the equivalent cash value of the car. The regular payments are $200, and we're going to multiply that by A angle. N is 12, right? We have three years, quarterly payments, 12 payments. And I is 11.5% divided by four times per year. So if you have A angle programmed in your calculator, then you can just type this in. So that's what I'm going to do right now. If you'd like to pause and do it on your own and come back, you can see if we get the same answer. So I have 200 times alpha A, and I use double A, parentheses 12 comma 0.115 divided by four, close the parentheses, hit enter, and I get 2,000 five dollars and seventy four cents so the car is basically worth about two thousand five dollars and seventy four cents
Now, can we figure out, um, oh, wait a minute, is that right? That is not counting the $1,000 you put down on the car, right? This is the present value of the payments, but you also put down $1,000. So the car is really worth $3,005.74, or about $3,005. Okay. Now let's see how much you're really paying for the car if you make these convenient quarterly payments. So this is the cash value of the car. But how much is the car really worth? How much the car is worth is $3,500. But how much are you really paying for the car? Well, yes, you're paying $1,000 right up front, right? And then you're making equal payments of $200 every quarter, and the interest you're paying is 11.5% quarterly. So how could you figure out how much you are actually paying? Wouldn't that be the amount that you have accumulated at the end? Or do you want to just think of it as $200 times 11? Well, if you think about it as just the payments you're making, then you are saying, okay, I'm putting that much money into it. But what about the interest you could be earning on a bank account or something like that, right? So what we're going to figure out is the future value of those of the annuity based on those regular payments, because that's how much the money is worth at the end of that time. So let's just check out the future value while we're here. So the accumulation is 200. And then because it's at the end, that's our S angle, right? We accumulate, we use the accumulation factor 1 plus i to the n. Um, we're going to use i, which is point, oh sorry, n first, which is 12. And i, I keep talking about, 0.115 over 4. So let's take S angle of 12 comma 0.115 over 4 and then multiply by 200 and see what we get there. So I'm going to take 200 alpha S alpha A parentheses 12 comma 0.115 divided by 4 and I get $2,818.33. So when you add the $1,000 that you paid up front, actually we can't do that because that will have accumulated even more. I don't want to bother with accumulation, but when you compare the cash value, $2,005.74, to the future value, $2,818.33, you can see there's a lot of money being wasted there on interest that could have been used in your own bank account, right? So the answer to the question is the cash value is right here. But I just wanted you to compare the present value to the future value of $200 quarterly quarterly payments getting an interest of 11.5% annual. All right, let's do one more example of the present value of an annuity. Here we have John. He wasn't very creative with the name. John borrows a sum of money from the bank 
and agrees to repay the loan with monthly payments of $300 for five and a half years. If interest is 7% compounded monthly, how much was borrowed? So now, this isn't quite as realistic a question because if you're borrowing money, hopefully you know how much you're borrowing, right? But in the interest of, of messing around with A angle, let's set this up. So you borrow a sum of money, John borrows a sum of money from the bank, agrees to repay it with monthly payments of $300. And this is monthly for five and a half years. So we have one, two, three. I don't want to write all of those payments. So then we'll just say dot, dot, dot. And then the final payment is after five and a half years. So we have to take 12 months times 5.5 years. You could do this a shorter way, I'm sure. But five times 12 is 60, and five times two is 10. And we have 60 again, right? So we have 660 payments. But I need to move the decimal point, so it's 66. Okay, I'm tired today. So 12 times 5.5, 12 times 5 would be, would be 60, right? And half of 12 is 6. So like I said, you could have done it a better way, which is 60 plus half of 12, 66. Or you could always do it my way, which was the hard way. All right, so there's N is 66 monthly payments. The last payment is also $300. And interest is 7% compounded monthly. So that means my I, I have to divide by 12. So I take 0.07 and I divide by 12. So that's my I. Now the question is how much was borrowed at the beginning? Because they're asking how much was borrowed, that's a present value question, right? Because it's at the beginning of the timeline. So I want to know what was borrowed here, the present value. Call it P even. So we say P is your regular payments times A angle N comma I. Plug in the regular payment of $300 times A angle, N is 66, I is 0.07 over 12. Now interpreting the problem is the hardest part, so that's why I wanted to make sure I pointed out present value is at the beginning, the amount borrowed at the beginning. So that's why we use A angle, first letter in the alphabet. And when we use our calculators for this, we get 300 times a angle, and I have to type in A twice, parentheses 66 comma 0 0.07 divided by 12, and we get the present value is $16,394.80. Usually we round to the nearest penny, but I mean, realistically, we're looking at about $16,400 borrowed at the beginning. And if you make regular monthly payments of $300 each for five and a half years, that will pay off the loan if money is worth 7% compounded monthly. So this is the present value of the account, meaning the actual amount borrowed on the loan. 
Now, there are other kinds of questions that could be asked. If, say, for example, you want to borrow $16,000 and you know that you need to pay it off within six years, then you would need to know how much to pay each month, right? We did a, a similar example with the sinking fund where we put R here. And in that case, we wanted to have the money, a certain amount of money, say $1,500 for a computer, at the end of the time. But if your loan is presently for, say, let me erase this and do that problem, presently for $16,000, and you're going to make regular payments every month, and let's say instead of in five years, you want to pay it off in six years, so that's going to be 72 payments. Suppose we keep the interest rate the same. Whatever the rate is goes over N. Uh, sorry, M. Then we have the rate over the number of times you compound per year. This is the total number of compoundings. Since it was six years and we're going to pay monthly payments, it's 6 times 12 or 72. And the actual loan, say, is $16,000. Then you put the variable under the regular payments. Then it's A angle because you're getting the money now. And you say N is 72, I is 0.07 over 12, and R is what you're looking for. So you solve for it by dividing both sides by A angle. And then it's a matter of using your calculator, isn't it? So take a minute to figure out that answer, and I'll do the same, because I just thought that maybe we should do this, so I don't have this answer. Hold on. A angle, 72, comma, 0.07 divided by 12, 16,000 divided by A angle, 72 of 0.07 over 12, I get approximately $272.78. So, you know, if you want to make sure you pay it off, make it 275, right? Or if you want to just pay a little extra up front, then you can make it 270. So the idea is there can be a lot of variables. And in the future, if you go into business, you can actually, and this, this is even in your materials, but you can also use your calculator to solve for N. The, the, uh, num the length of time that you need to make payments, given maybe you can only make $100 payments a month, then how long would it take to pay it off? Or if you, if you want, are a bank and you want to decide what interest rate to give, then you would solve for I. So there are a lot of different variables that you can solve for. For your purposes, you're mostly probably going to be focused on either finding the present value or the future value. The present value is, let's go back to our formulas. The present value is the regular payment times A angle, N comma I. And the future value is the S formula. S angle equals the regular payment times, oops, not S angle. Future value equals regular payment times S angle, N of I. and Usually, you're either going to be looking for the present value or the future value or what the regular payment should be in order to meet the requirements of the problem. 
Now, sometimes they'll have you do what we did with the car and make a down payment at the very beginning. And um, if that's the case, you need to account for that sometimes. But in general, these are the kinds of problems that you'll probably encounter on annuities until you get into uh, future finance, problem, finance classes.